This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Welcome to Money, Mission, and Meaning, Passionate Work, Purpose at Play. I'm your host, Mark Michael Lewis from markmichaellewis.com, author, entrepreneur, and life coach, and you're listening to another edition of 7 Minutes to Success and Satisfaction, a series of short, to-the-point, and practical ideas to help you create pleasure and profit in the business of life. In the last several episodes, we've gone over getting good at things worth getting good at so that you can do what matters well by focusing your attention through genius cycles. Now, let's explore some of the goals towards which you're moving so that you can understand with greater clarity what is worth doing well. Namely, does that goal make you happy? Because the more we understand the experiences that make us happy, that we find most positive, the more we can consciously create and enjoy them in our lives. So, to assist with this, I'm going to suggest that there are five fundamental words that we use to describe what it means to have a positive, enjoyable experience. And then I'll suggest a sixth word to bring those five together into one concept that you can use as a guide and an inspiration as you make choices in life. Those five words are pleasure, joy, happiness, ecstasy, and bliss. Each of these words offers a different understanding of good feelings and helps us focus on how we can create an optimal understanding of positive human experience. First, I want to create a framework through which to understand them. Then, we'll examine each of them in turn. To begin, I want to suggest that we divide the types of good feelings that we experience into three different types of physical experience, mental-emotional experience, and spiritual experience. Then, we'll look at each one of these three kinds of experiences, both on a moment-by-moment basis, and then how we experience them through time, for a total of six different understandings of good feelings. The first type of good feelings that we want to investigate are physical in nature, including such experiences as tasting delicious food, physical caresses, sexual or sensual experiences, harmonic tones, warm baths, etc., Although each one of these experiences has their own unique flavor or texture, one word that describes the general flavor of all of these experiences is pleasure. Pleasure is feeling good on a sensual or physical level, like drinking cold water when you're hot. It doesn't require any special understanding of what's happening, but it feels good intrinsically, directly, and automatically. Pleasure, in this sense, is the moment-by-moment experience of physical or sensory pleasure. Now, unlike the next two types of good feelings we're about to describe, we don't have a separate word or concept to describe pleasure that we experience through time versus pleasure that we experience moment by moment. Pleasure is just pleasure, whether experiencing it for a few moments or whether you experience it over the course of several days. So the first two of the six types of good feelings are both called pleasure. The second type of good feeling is mental or emotional pleasure or good feelings, Unlike physical, sensual pleasure, which comes from the interactions of your senses with the world, 
Mental and emotional pleasure requires that you understand something and that that understanding has meaning for you. For example, uh, imagine that you'd won $10 million in the lottery, but you didn't know it yet. The mere fact that you won wouldn't lead to positive or negative experiences in your body until you actually understood that you won. At that point, your understanding would be turned into meaning and you will experience what we call joy. Joy is what we feel when we experience the achievement of a goal. It's the celebration of a positive result in a story that we care about. Now, notice that joy comes from the evaluation we make about an experience rather than the experience itself. It's not the piece of paper with the winning numbers on it that brings us joy. It's the meaning that we believe that piece of paper will mean in our life. It's our rational mind that creates the feelings of joy based on the evaluations and the meanings it makes about our experiences. Joy, in this sense, is our moment-by-moment experience of good feelings on the rational or mental and emotional level. Now, when we experience joy through time, it moves beyond joy into what we might call happiness. Whereas joy is a positive evaluation of a particular experience, happiness is an evaluation of our overall life experiences. If we have overall been having experiences that we evaluate as positive and on path to our ideals or goals, we'll evaluate our lives as fundamentally on track and successful and experience happiness. Interestingly, if our evaluation of our overall life is that we're off track, we will not experience happiness even if we have lots of pleasurable and joyous experiences. Notice that our experience of joy and happiness are a function of the criteria we use to evaluate our experiences. That's why some people experience joy in the face of experiences that others consider terrible, while others are miserable in the face of experiences we might consider wonderful. It's also why some people are happy, even though their life is far away from what others consider ideal, while others are unhappy in conditions that other people might consider to be the lap of luxury and success. This is what people mean when they say that happiness is a choice. They mean that it's our rational criteria, our chosen criteria, that determines how we will view an experience and therefore how we will feel about it in terms of joy and happiness. The third type of good feelings can be described as spiritual or transrational in nature and are our most profound good feelings. Our spiritual emotions come not from the physical pleasure of sensory stimulation, nor the joy or happiness of rational evaluation, but from the opening of our awareness to the majesty of consciousness itself. When we relax and just take in the totality of our experience in any moment and open to its glory and its infinite depth on its own terms and for its own sake, we experience a spiritual good feeling that we might refer to as ecstasy. Ecstasy is not about one part of our experience, but about our experience as a whole. It's not about our body sending us experiences of, I like that, or our mind sending us evaluations of, I like that. Ecstasy is a fundamental yes to existence. It's saying, I like that, to the very experience of life itself, regardless of the form that it's taking. Ecstasy is the moment-by-moment opening to the infinite complexity and beauty of existence itself. Because ecstasy is spiritual or transrational in nature, we can experience ecstasy in any moment 
by simply relaxing our consciousness from our pre-rational sensations or our rational evaluations. This experience, right now, whatever it is, is the glorious manifestation of the divine. It's existence, fullness, completeness, perfection. It is consciousness, the amazing and unmerited gift of life. This is why people can feel ecstasy in pain or on the rubbish pile in the ghetto and even in concentration camps. We might call this enlightened, and in a sense it is. However, I prefer to think of it as a very high form of intelligence, one that requires that we transcend our body and our mind to relax into our soul. Most often, however, people only allow themselves to relax into an ecstatic state in conditions of extreme pleasure, where they're overwhelmed by the intensity of the goodness in the moment and give up control to really feel it. In a moment of ecstasy, the person opens up their self to life and experiences its fullness. However, I'd like to suggest that the intelligent person doesn't wait for an intensely pleasurable experience to open their self to existence. Rather, they risk opening themselves to the fullness of life even in times of physical discomfort or pain or failure to achieve their goals. They're awake to the beauty of life itself. Ecstasy is the moment-by-moment -moment relaxing into the transcendent goodness of life itself. And just as happiness is joy through time, bliss is ecstasy through time. Bliss is not the relaxing into a momentary ecstasy. It's the experience that life itself is ecstasy. It's the state of non-contraction in which we trust that we will open to ecstasy in the next moment and the next and the next. Ecstasy itself is sometimes fleeting because we cling to it. We start to get concerned it'll go away, so we contract ourselves and lose touch with it. However, when we can relax into ecstasy and trust that it'll be available to us at all times, we relax into a state of continual and prolonged ecstasy, or ecstatic bliss. So, to bring all six of these concepts of good feelings together into their five words, let's examine how this plays out in real life. Imagine we could be walking on the beach with a friend and experience the pleasure of the sand beneath our feet, the cool breeze contrasting with the sun and the warmth of their hand in ours. We can also become conscious of our pleasure and the fact that we're on a beach enjoying life and realize that we have achieved a type of goal and experience joy. We can even recognize that this experience tells us that we're on track to living the life we want and experience happiness. And in that moment, we might suddenly recognize that this moment, in all its fullness, is just one melody in a symphony of unbelievable complexity and beauty and relax into a state of ecstasy. And finally, we might notice that our life itself is this ecstatic state over and over, unending and ever-deepening, and in the process relax into a blissful surrender to the beauty of existence, as if we were settling down into the lap of an infinite, loving God, in whom we entrust all our cares and have faith that all is well, good, perfect, and divine in the world. I call this integration of physical, rational, and spiritual good feelings, both in the moment and through time, fun-joyment. Fun-joyment is like enjoyment, except more fun.
Funjoyment involves relaxing into a profound space of peace, acting powerfully and unapologetically to achieve goals that inspire us, while enjoying the physical pleasure and dance of the entire process of getting good at doing what matters well. So I'm Mark Lewis, host of Money, Mission, and Meaning, Passionate Work, Purpose at Play on PersonalLifeMedia.com, and this was 7 Minutes to Success and Satisfaction providing you practical tools to create pleasure and profit in the business of life. And if you found this show helpful, would you do me a favor? If you could fill out a three to five minute survey on this show, it would help me out tremendously. It's really simple. Just go to survey.personallifemedia.com. It's easy and it's simple and it really helps me out. So thanks. And make sure to subscribe for this podcast on iTunes under Money, Mission, and Meaning. Or to learn more about my books or audio programs on relationships and spirituality, go to markmichaellewis.com. For text and transcripts of this show, or to get archives of previous shows, go to moneymissionmeaning.com, or check out all of the great shows on our network at www.personallifemedia.com. Talk to you next episode. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.